This economic report is sponsored by Rick Kalb, Wealth Management Advisor with Northwestern Mutual since 1983, on Spring Street in Nevada City. Rick, K-A-L-B dot com. Well, it's time for our economic update with Gary Zimmerman. And Gary, uh, welcome to KVMR. It sounds like we got some good news on the economy last week, yet the Fed still raised interest rates again. Could you um, start with the good news and explain why the interest rates went up? <laughs> well, thank you, Paul. It's good to be here. Well, the news has been mostly positive. The preliminary second quarter real, and that's the inflation-adjusted gross domestic product um, growth rate, came in at a strong 2.4% for the quarter. Um, and that strong quarterly growth rate contributed to a strong 2.6% annualized growth rate for the economy over the four quarters or the year ending in June of 2023. You know, that's good. Um, you know, what does it mean? It, well, at least through the first half of 2023, the growth rate of the economy has not slowed. And moreover, growth has remained faster than average despite the Fed's actions raising interest rates to slow the economy and lower the inflation rate. So generally, I'd say very positive news on the economic front. Gary, um, were there any reasons for the continued strength of the economy? Were there any sectors that helped drive overall growth? Yes, there were some important sectors of the economy that performed you know, pretty well during the three months from April through June of 2023. You know, at the top of the list, the economy showed you know, more strength than, than in the areas of uh, investment spending so you know key categories like you know business spending to expand their plants and factories and equipment were were up um, infrastructure spending has been strong and that's especially true in the climate related investments and for um, state and local governments infrastructure spending you know and consumers are still spending maybe not as much but that you know is still spending and that helped too Gary, is that faster-than-average growth in the economy the reason for the very low unemployment rates we've seen this year? Oh, I, I would say that certainly they're certainly related. Um, and we'll know more about the labor markets when the payroll jobs and the unemployment rate figures are published later this week. Um, still, at the end of June, the overall unemployment rate at just 3.6% was near a 50-year low. Uh, moreover, the underemployment rate, and that includes a broader measure of workers, including those who may be working part time but who would like to have a full time job or those who frequently move in or out of the labor force. You know, that remains below 7 percent. And that's about where it has been in past as low as it's gotten in past expansion. So labor markets are clearly tight. So, Kerry, with the stronger economic growth and tight labor markets that you've described, uh, what are the recent inflation indicators showing? Is the inflation falling, holding steady, or on the rise? Well, Paul, there's good news on inflation as well. The latest personal consumption expenditure price index for all items, that's the, the total index, um, that's the inflation measure the Fed uses as their 2% goal. Um, it uh, continues to slow towards the Fed's 2% goal. Um, and just as the consumer price index, another measure of inflation has been doing as well. Uh, but it's, you know, the inflation numbers aren't there yet, and certainly not at 2%. 
you know, measured over the past year over year uh, period, um, overall personal consumption expenditure inflation, you know, fell at about fell to about 3.7% an annual rate. You know, a year earlier that had been, you know, 6.6%. So, you know, that's a lot of progress and relatively quickly without driving the economy into a recession. But, you know, from the Fed's perspective, three and, and the financial markets as well, 3.7% inflation um, is noticeably above 2%. Okay, Gary, so if the economy is growing and jobs are plentiful and inflation rates are falling, why did the Fed decide to raise their interest rate target at their meeting last week and suggest they might do it again later this year? (laughs) Oh, that's an important question, Paul. I think we should remember that turning the economy around with interest rates, and that's the Fed's primary monetary policy tool, takes time, and there's a lot of sort of uncertainty there, Um, you know, and, you know, and, and right now with um, and tight labor markets, the economy might not be slowing down as fast enough um, to bring down the inflation as far as get it down to that 2% rate. Um, you know, an analogy I might use here is that moving the economy with monetary or fiscal policy is, is more like turning a large ship than a, than a speedboat. You know, you might you might start turning the large ship, but it takes a lot of time before the ship starts responding and, and can complete the turn. So the Fed has been raising interest rates since March of 2022, and, and the economy has slowed some and inflation has certainly fallen some, but but not all the way, obviously. And we wouldn't expect it to be all the way to the Fed's you know 2% long run inflation goal at this point. So why the latest increase in interest rates? You know, I, I think that's going to depend on data. Um, you know, is the economy me turning around what what will they see you know in terms of growth in terms of labor markets in terms of inflation at, at their next meeting um, one other important part of that is that the core inflation PCE inflation uh, rate has not fallen as fast and the core takes out the volatile food and energy components so it's a little more stable over time a year ago that was around five percent on an annual rate and you know and at the year ending in June of 2022, uh, that had only fallen to about a 4.4% rate. So, you know, it, it by this core measure, uh, policymakers have, you know, further further to go and have seen more, much less progress on kind of bringing inflation closer to their 2% annual rate. And, you know, and I think that explains, helps explain the increase in interest rates last week. They think the Fed, um uh, needs higher rates and at least one more increase to slow the economy to continue to bring down inflation at a, at a reasonable rate towards their two percent goal one more question gary didn't the fed chairman jay powell in this press conference last week say the fed isn't expecting a recession what do you think well, I think that's also very good news. Uh, remember, in the spring, the Fed's staff was forecasting a possible recession. So, you know, based on the positive economic indicators and strength we've seen in labor markets and uh, GDP growth, you know, as well as you know some other indicators, but but obviously not all. I'm, I think I'm much more confident that the Fed may actually engineer a gradual reduction in the inflation rate over the next couple of years and a and a soft landing for the economy, a, a, avoiding a recession that typically 
typically follows the Fed or, or central banks in general, raising interest rates and tightening monetary policy. Um, and with the economy and labor markets continuing to perform well, even after 11 Fed interest rate increases over the past 18 months, it seems like the Fed policymakers think they may have a little more room to raise their short-term target interest rate one more time uh, by another quarter of a percentage point or 25 basis points um, to continue to put that downward pressure on inflation. Um, you know, and as I see it, I'll take falling inflation without a recession any day. So good news. It's like driving a train. When you go into a curve, you have to make some compensations. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it. Talk You're to you most couple, welcome, Paul. Talk to you in a couple of weeks. Gary Zimmerman is a retired senior economist for the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco and is currently a visiting professor at the Vienna University of Economics and Business in Austria. He teaches courses in economics and finance.